Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 174 featuring differentdrummerdance.com, how you can banish dance teacher burnout. It's January 21st, 2021, and we have a Teacher Tip Thursday here for you at Dance Tips Daily. If you're not a dance instructor or teacher, but maybe you're a creative and you've experienced choreographically some ruts, or maybe you're a dancer or a student who just feels like they're not performing or enjoying the process as much, tune in. This is still for you. Let's dance on into our blog. Dance teacher burnout. Symptoms include exhaustion, apathy, overwhelm, cynicism, too much coffee, and too little sleep. Sound familiar? While these might be truths universally acknowledged among dance teachers and feelings we just assume are normal and do our best to cope with, dance teacher burnout is a real thing, especially during 2020 with virtual and distance learning and teaching challenges. The struggle is even more real. But there are steps that you can take to banish dance teacher burnout, and what better time than now? With holiday stress on the horizon and with hopefully a few days or weeks of break coming up, take notes and let's dive in. Number one, acknowledge it. We can't change what we don't acknowledge, which is why the first step is important. If you've been feeling overwhelmed and down about teaching or down on yourself for not enjoying it the way you used to, accepting those feelings without judgment is the first step. Next, give yourself a little grace. Teaching is hard, even under the best slash most normal circumstances, and this year has been anything but. Journal about your feelings or talk it out with a partner or friend and work to release the expectation or idea that you have to be a model teacher 24-7. It's okay to be tired. Learning to notice when you're tired will help you realize when it's time to take a break and back off so burnout doesn't keep you off your game for longer than necessary and helps you bounce back faster. Number two, take a break. Now, some of you might already be thinking, but I can't take a break. There's so much to do and I'm the only one who can do it. Even if that's true, I highly doubt you are the only person who can do a task. It's really more a matter of letting go of control and allowing another person to do a task. There's still small ways you can find to take a break. If you can, take a day or a week off. Amazing. If that's not realistic for you, you can still manage your time to have five minutes before you teach to take some deep breaths, 10 minutes before class to meditate or go for a walk, or 20 minutes before bed to have a cup of tea and journal or do some yoga. Small breaks still count as long as your intentions about what you're doing with that small break of time are clear. Plus, small breaks add up. Five minutes to breathe before you start teaching done every day for five days adds up. And I bet by the end of your teaching week, you will have noticed a shift. 
check out Affirmation Pod for some quick and feel-good affirmations to use before you teach. Three, try something new. Fostering interest outside of dance can not only provide you a much-needed break from the studio, but serve as an inspiration and motivation for when you do get back to class. Maybe that art piece you painted becomes inspo for new choreography, or that concert you went to makes you feel super jazzed to bring new music to class. Everything is connected, and you'll never see or feel it if you're too tired to pay attention. Get outside of your dance bubble for an afternoon or weekend. Challenge yourself to have nothing to do with the studio or classes. Lock up your laptop if you must. And actively decide to sit your butt on the couch and do nothing. Doing nothing counts for doing something new for most of us. Or trying one to two of those crafts or hobbies you've been meaning to take up for years. Number four, connect with community. As I mentioned in number one, talking with friends, family, or your partner can bring a huge release. We tend to carry and put so much on ourselves that load gets heavy. It's okay to share it with someone you trust. If the thought of that makes you feel meh, maybe it's time to search out some new people. Finding the folks who we connect with can be hard as an adult as our values and priorities change, but as I like to remind myself, support is all around. Look to a fellow teacher you admire and start up a conversation. Your shared experiences can help relieve the pressure and help you feel like you're not so alone. Number five, gratitude plus mindset. Having a gratitude and mindset practice are two of my saving graces, especially when I'm feeling burnt out. In fact, I created a gratitude challenge and an affirmation advent calendar specifically to help dancers and educators with this. Some self-help or self-care topics can feel kind of intimidating, overwhelming, or triggering, but no matter where you are in life or what challenges you're facing, gratitude is accessible to you. No matter how bad a class went or how overwhelmed you feel, we can all find a bit of gratitude and peace when we realize how amazing it is that our blood is pumping and our lungs are working. Gratitude takes the edge off. Mindset can do the same thing. One of the most powerful words I teach my students is yet, as in, I can't do a double pirouette yet. It's a small shift, but opens up a world of possibilities. Try adding yet or today in your inner dialogue and see what it does. I don't have this problem figured out yet, or I don't know what decision to make today. It softens the blow of overwhelm and gives us some space to remember that there's always tomorrow, the next minute, the next second, and that nothing, not even burnout and stress is forever. Thank you so much to Miss Katrina Kohi, who is the author of this blog, as well as creator of differentdrummerdance.com. Make sure you check out the show notes to learn more about her, as well as if you're interested in that gratitude challenge and affirmation advent calendar that she shared within her blog, you can click on the link there and find access to those resources. I love Katrina's idea about saying yet or today in regards to goal setting or what we're hoping to accomplish, but may not just be there quite yet. I also love the idea of honing in and saying today. So even if we had a really rough class, that's just what the class was for today. And that doesn't determine how beneficial you are as a teacher or how much of an impact you've made over the years. It's just one bad day, not a lifetime. (laughs) 
Sometimes whenever we're so close to the issue at hand, though, it seems so big. But if we can get some perspective thinking of ourselves a year from now, looking back on that struggling day, I think we would give ourselves a little bit more grace and recognize that it's temporary. That is your short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoyed. As always, happy teaching and happy dancing. Thanks for listening today and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.